This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. That was a pass. <laughs> Penalty. That is a massive decision. I'm with Gianfranco Zola. I feel that Knockout is looking for this penalty. 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 Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. Almunia saves again. Almunia saves again. Now here come Watford. Now here come Watford. Now here come Watford. listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Carl. Well, Carl, I think there's only one place to start this one, mate, and that's got to be the game on Saturday. Do we have to? I think we have to. Crushing disappointment, (laughs) given the build-up to it that, you know, the social media of all the players and... Even the manager saying they knew how much this meant to us and, you know, it was going to be a, a cracking game and, you know, at the end of it, it was just a, well, crushing disappointment, I think. What do you reckon? Yeah, uh, I mean, look, I, I'm beyond disappointed, I've got to be honest. And it it's not the fact that we we played so poorly, honestly and truthfully, because that, that could have been against anyone, but against them lot, you know, why, why choose that day to... Possibly had the worst performance of the season, really, on, on the grand scheme of things. I know, yeah. I know there have been some some bad ones, but uh, it's up there. 
he's well, up there with the, with, the, with the worst of them. At least in the bad ones, we did actually manage some sideways passing, and by that we actually had two or three passes that we strung together. I don't remember there being anything positive about that game whatsoever. Yeah, um, I just straight from the off, you just I think after about ten minutes, you text me and said not at it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could feel so, it. To be fair, I mean, it just yeah, you could, you could. But I've got to be honest, like although you know on the outside, I was being very confident. Of, you know, even the stuff we were putting on our on our pages inside and internally. I'm not just saying this for the because it, it's happened, but I, I was dreading that game. I generally was. I wasn't. I felt quite positive about it. Uh, I thought, look at where they are in the league. There was something about that game. I just felt it, I don't know, I can't even put my finger on it, but just come at the wrong time almost. And we we haven't cracked on since that international break. No. You know, we haven't gone about our business in the same way. And that's a bit of a worry. It's definitely halted our rhythm, you know, Mm. to come back from that and have a one-all draw with Middlesbrough. Yeah, we beat Reading 2-0. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just not... Yeah, there's something not quite clicking at the moment, and now is the time you need to be clicking and have momentum and have form. Yeah, we're six points clear. We actually spoke to Marlon King last night. That's a podcast I'm not looking forward to editing, by the way. Hour and a half? <laughs> Hour and 45 yeah, minutes? That was, a, oh, that, was a, that was a long one, wasn't it? That was a long old chat. I mean, he just he was great company, really good company. But yeah, so we were speaking to him and he said, listen, you know, no spoilers here, but he said, we'll be fine and we'll go up. And, you know, I think we will. It's going to take something fairly yeah, catastrophic, you know. Well, you never know. We could be in the Champions League here. Yeah. Very, very well, soon, let's, the way things are going in the yeah. In let's, the news. Touch on, let's touch on that. <laughs> let's touch on that. So last night, I think I actually did speak to you about this before we spoke to Marlon King, because it had just been kind of mentioned in the news. That has caused an enormous backlash, hasn't it? I don't think I've seen anyone for this other it? than the people that are proposing the idea. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's a complete, and it, it's been everywhere today. Every every social media platform, news story, everything. It's it's all. It's all about that. There's absolute uproar about it, and rightly so, as, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Right? You know, I, I don't know what your take is on it, but well, it is, it is as they're saying, it's greed. It's just pure, utter, it, utter greed. It sounds like greed. It sounds like I'm not really quite sure what they're trying to achieve, but it sounds like they're trying to create some sort of league where, um, like the World Series or something in America or that kind of but, thing. Yeah. I, I, I think it's an American idea. Now, I think that the back, the bottom line of this is. Football's been hit by COVID, as indeed we all have. You have, your pub's still not open yet. You know, my business has taken a knock. Whatever is going on, COVID has had a serious effect. Um, And, you know, you've got players on ridiculous wages and and the rest of it. Um, And I suppose they see this as a way of making tons of money. But the knock-on effect for players is that they can't compete in other competitions. They can't play for international... Where's that money come from, though, Justin? Where's that, I have no idea. Where's that money come from? I have no idea. Because they're talking about billions, aren't they? Like billions and billions of pounds. Yeah, they are. I don't know. It must be TV rights and stuff, I guess. Uh, I really don't know. But is your average Tottenham fan going to go and watch them play Real Madrid or Barcelona on a Wednesday, every Wednesday? You see what I mean? This league is supposed to be kind of... As I understand it, it slots in, doesn't it, with the Premier League? It runs alongside well, think, it. Yeah, the original plan was basically that it, it would run alongside your domestic league. So you, you I guess, theoretically, you would have uh, a, a team that would run in that league and a team that would run in the Premier League. But in turn, the Premier League have basically said, well, up, you know, up yours. If you don't want to be part of it, um, then you won't, you know, quite, so, quite honestly. So it'll be a league on its own. So it'll be a league on its own. And they won't be competing in the Premier League. They'll just be playing in this Super League. Well, they won't be competing in the Premier League, the, the FA Cup, the League Cup. 
Right. Champions so, League. So in, in, anything. It, 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 in and of itself, it's a league that is mm. that's got the same teams in it that play all the time. You know, this I think no relegation, to, no, no relegation, promotion. no promotion. It just it isn't football, is it? I mean, the idea that well, you it, can... it, it, it takes away the aspect of football and what football's about. You know, when it first started, that you know anyone theoretically can beat anyone. I know money's changed the game so much now, but it, it takes that away from it because there's no, there's it doesn't matter if you finish bottom of that league, you're still on to win X amount of millions, if not billions of pounds. Is where's the where's the competitiveness of it all? And, you know, I, well, there isn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It and that, just does that, not make sense. It only can be for TV rights as well, because as I say, there's no way that Arsenal fans or even United fans or any fans are going to be able to go one week to Barcelona and then another week to no. Real Madrid, and then you know, it's just it's, it is ridiculous. But, it's got to be TV rights only. It's got to be a TV thing, and yeah, definitely. But then the, the, the people that have fought up this this idea, and you know, one of them and the, the main culprit is that is the president of uh, Real Madrid, if I'm right in saying. Where the where's the benefit for the fans? Where you know, because as we've said, and as it's been proven now, where we've empty stadiums that we're playing in, you know, football without fans is absolutely nothing. And all these <laughs> games are going to generate are. All right, it's going to generate people in the in the grounds, absolutely, because football, no matter what market it is, it's going to sell. Mm. But what I'm talking about is is real fans, and I'm, I'm talking about the, the likes of me and you that that work Monday to Friday, invest maybe in the, in comparison, not a lot in in the real world, but a lot to me and you as individuals into mm. our football clubs. And you know, if it, and that that's the, it doesn't matter if you're a Scunthorpe United supporter, no disrespect to them, or a Man United supporter. Mm. It's still comparative, you know. And for those fans of Man United that pay season ticket revenues and, and probably invest a large portion of their wages in that, that football club, mm. it's a disgrace. It is. It's a disgrace because the fans haven't been taken into account. It's not about the fans. It's about making money, a quick buck. Mm. And for me, before I go on my big rant, is if they want to do this, the top, the, these supposed top six and Spurs and Arsenal are in there who currently don't play in the Champions League. Yep. Man United are in there who don't play in the Champions League currently. Yeah. Um, if, when did if they Spurs want to go last win this... anything, by the way? When did Spurs last win anything? 91, I think I heard today. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, they're considered ago. a top... Yeah, come years. on. I mean, it, listen. But if they want to go into this, that's fine. Let mm. them go. Because it only benefits clubs like ours mm. because theoretically the league will then readjust and you know we'll have 20 teams the championship teams will move up and mm. league one league two and so forth and from the non-league teams yeah and in a in a couple of years time when it's all all the dust is settled and they actually go oh we've made a mistake here by all means this is what i say by all means come back you're allowed back in but here's the thing you have to do what the teams like Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon, when they first started out. You have to go to the bottom of the pyramid yeah. and start again and yeah. work your way up. Because then these fans, when they go, you know, uh, Manchester United versus Bromley at Old Trafford in front of 55,000, <laughs> yeah. that revenue for Bromley and those lower league teams, yeah. will, it'll, it'll keep them going. Yeah. It'll make them... And, it, and really, football will readjust in a different way. This is if it happens... I don't think it's. If it, well, I don't think it'll happen personally. I, I just, I got a sneaky suspicion that it's not necessarily a done deal, but there's probably clubs that have signed contracts and gone a certain way. So there's going to be some ramifications because I think UEFA have really taken had their nose put out of joint over this. Yeah, 
Well, it's already been a ramification, isn't there? Mourinho's yeah. not not uh, the Spurs manager. Well, I don't anymore. know. Just before we've started recording this, Klopp has come out. Um, if you can bear with me, this is this is just literally come on now. So, was I told about this announcement? No. This is about one thing: greed. I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, the supporters are my employer. I work every day for them. Let me say, I'm against this Super League. I have demanded a meeting with John face-to-face. That's all I can say about my future right now. If I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be well fed up. Well fed up. Because if it means that Jürgen's going to resign over this... You know, you've just lost a manager that's won you the the Premier League title for the first Major time European ever. European champion, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, you know, he's, and... he's been their best manager for a long, long time, and I, I like Klopp actually. I like his enthusiasm. Yeah. He reminds me of Taylor a little bit in some of the things he does. I've seen him sort of do stuff in schools and you know go mm. out of his way to talk to people. And that little lad that wrote to him saying, "Please don't win." Uh, the Champions League. He was a Man United fan, wasn't he? He's was a little lad, and he wrote to him saying, that he, "I couldn't take it if you won the the Premier League <laughs> or whatever." And he sort of wrote back and said, "No, sorry, I can't guarantee that." Sorry, one. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no, that's just a lovely thing to do. And I think Liverpool fans, I've heard, are already up in arms about this. Um, mm. The fact that the Prime Minister's got involved as well. You know, he's probably got other yeah. things on his mind. They've set up some sort of. Uh, committee in the department of whatever it is culture and sport uh, mm. about this it's caused waves already and the german teams that are fan owned have said no we're not doing it Bayern munich Borussia yeah. dortmund you know, no. probably the biggest well two of the some of the biggest teams in europe you know have, have said not interested yeah so yeah it's um, ruffled some feathers i'll give them i, I don't yeah it's ruffled some feathers and I, I i don't honestly think the only reason it's there is for greed and and to make money for for not the fans, not the club. Well, the clubs, of course, the clubs. But at the end of the, all those clubs, there's somebody carrying a, you know, a big bag of dosh, um, and they're only going to make out of it. And I think it's, I think I've heard that most of these clubs that are involved have got American owners. So it just sort of shows you. I mean, that's the kind of yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right in what you said. It is a very much an Americanized thing. Um, but they, you know, with the greatest respect to the Americans, and I know there's some that listen to this, but where it comes to you know the Super Bowl, what a tremendous, brilliant spectacle that is. But mm. Above and beyond that, you know, are you, are you the greatest kind of sportsman well, nation? I, I, I don't know. I just, I th- I'm not a big American sports fan. I find American football too stop start. It, mm. it bores me. Mm. Ice hockey's just boxing on ice. Yeah. Uh, baseball's rounders. Yeah. Basketball's netball. And that's, yeah. Basketball's netball. <laughs> With bouncing. You. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. So sorry yeah. if I've offended any American viewers there, but that's just my opinion on your on your sports. Yeah. <laughs> please, if you've got any uh, comments to this, please tweet at HornetBoy82 <laughs> or WatfordBoy82, whatever. You... <laughs> oh, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough Twitter feed for since Blinking Game on Saturday. Yeah, so we kind of got away with that a bit because I was. Of course, we did. We brushed over it. <laughs> I was quite brutal in some of the stuff that I was what, putting out. Just there. very quickly, did you see the? Um, did you see the story about the flare that was uh, allegedly? Yeah, away, wasn't it? it was thrown over. Let's talk about that. So the the allegation is that a red and a yellow flare were thrown over a stand and they mixed to make an orange smoke. Um, yeah. This was during the two-minute silence, I believe, wasn't it, for yeah, Prince so, Philip? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And straight away it was, I think, Luton Town putting out on their official channels, we've got the registration of the car that's responsible for this and, you know, we're mm. investigating it and handing it over to the police, whatever it was. Was it a red and a yellow flare that combined to make orange? I don't well, I, know. I mean, the, the picture they put out looked like an orange one and I, I don't know, I mean, unless it was two flares that were that were um, thrown over. Yeah, fine, they must but... have. I don't know. I've come into contact with flares before, and I don't know that they do multicolored ones. No, I know they do. <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not necessarily buying into uh, the fact that Luton have blamed Watford for that. You know, I, I'd be interested to see if they actually fulfil their commitment there, and and actually either our club or you know comes out and says a fan has been yeah whatever mm. or Luton go oh our bad. Really yeah. sorry about that. He's one of ours because that's what I'd like them to do if if that's the case. Because well, that I, would... I'm I'm not aware of any fans from from Watford travelling up there to. It doesn't really seem like the anything. sort of thing we do. I mean, I have seen obviously I've seen flares at big games, and even then I'm thinking, why are you bringing these in? This isn't what we do. I get yeah. really fed it's up. It's the I fine for the club as well. Um, the fine for the club is massive for those flares. What, even so if, if you let them off in the stadium, end, is it? Yeah, so um, if, if if you get a, a flare cup, especially if you're an away allocation, so if you're at another ground, I, I think it's, I could be wrong, I think it's a £50,000 fine. Good Lord. I don't know where, I, I could I could have that slightly wrong, but I know it's it's a bit steep. But mm. um, for the, so obviously the club don't want you to be doing that. And I assume if you're caught, you know, there'll be some sort of thing to, or Sanction, discussion to yeah, say, yeah. You owe us 50 grand, mate. But, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like them. In fact, when I've seen them going off in the rookery end, I just think, what sort of brought one of those in? It's not you, is it, by the way? It's not you letting them off. No, no I've never I've never done... Um, I've I've held a flare away when I was with England. No, never in a stadium, though, like in a in a market. Right, you know, right. Not not an actual market, that's stupid. Yes. Uh, in a market square <laughs> or, or something like that. But... Um, yeah, the potatoes so never, never, um... are here, everybody. He's holding up the yeah, pie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apples and pears. Then <laughs> a flare up. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it, I, I don't. You know, it's um, it's not. For, I don't it, think it's part of football flares in any way. You know. Well, I don't. I, I mean, you see them in Europe, don't you? They're mental. Yeah, but you know, like European these pyrotechnic football. things, like <laughs> melting, melting the stadium. It's like yeah. Jesus. Yeah, they're a bit uh, um, fanatical. That I way. remember a flare though, actually, based on this podcast, when uh, Deeney wallops that one in. Yeah, some I do. young lad lit a flare in the in the rook. I think he's still banned. Actually. Really? Believe really? he is. If uh, if you listen to this podcast uh, and you'd like to put your hand up. Yes, we'd like to talk to you about flares. Yes, we'd like to talk um, about flares. Uh, there was yeah. also one on the, the the Sheffield Wednesday game when we did go up. You know the game where um, you could have stopped that guy going on the pitch. Yes, yeah, thank that, you for that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. one at the other end of that as well. They let it off. I wish I'd had a flare then. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chuck it at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get off. Yeah. Looking forward to this evening's game against Norwich. Um, well, that's got to be more positive, hasn't it, than the one that we saw on Saturday? Got to be. Yeah, I mean, it's for me, I, I don't like saying these must wins, but um, it's a must win, yeah. quite, quite honestly. Uh, I, I, I don't think it, um, it will be squeaky bum time, if not. Uh, and I know Norwich are, are promoted. I also know that they've got some late fitness tests for for you know, players like Pookie and, and so forth. So I'm hoping oh, okay. that they're out because that's going to make things a little bit more, um, I don't want to say easy because there's no such thing as an easy game, but 
uh, a little bit more controlled for us. Um, but I, I do generally feel a little bit more positive about that game than I than I did about the Luton game. Um, I think we've hopefully had a kick up the bum since Saturday. I'm not. I'm not convinced. You see, I look at the. Um... The team that he put out. Oh, yeah. Well, success. we need to discuss this because there, there's a couple of players in there. I mean, one, Jesus Christ, Justin, with the greatest respect to you, you've got a chance to be a professional footballer yeah. ahead, of, ahead of Isaac. I know. What I've seen of Isaac's success. We've talked about this guy many, many times. One of the first podcasts we ever did with Luther Blissett yeah, before no, Christmas. Give Isaac's success a chance. I, I, just, I, I, I could never it. see anything in him. Luther couldn't see anything in him, and now the fans are just sort of saying this guy's stealing a living. You know, I, I think he oh, was twelve stealing. million pounds. I think I think it was twelve million. The only thing he's missing is a swag bag and a balaclava. He is, isn't he? He is. I mean, there, <sighs> there were several times where he just wasn't getting close enough, and he was just sticking out a leg when a player ran by, he and falls over. He's like he's on roller. Blade he's always on his ass. Yeah, he's always on his ass, yeah. and I'm just fed up with seeing him. I, it's got to the point, Carl, and I never thought I would say this. I would see Gray start over success. Um, yeah, I know, I know, and, yeah. And you know what I my know. thoughts on Gray are. Um, I know, I and know, in fact, I, I, he, I generally agree. I, when um, I, I don't know if you saw, but when he I, I, he thought he scored, and, and yeah. looking back on it, that should have counted. Just, oh yeah, just yeah. Saying. yeah, it was. Um, yeah. It, the celebration, he was going mental. Really? He thought he'd won. It was like he'd, he'd won the World Cup. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I'd like to, you know, look, is Gray, I'm not pardoning Gray by any stretch of the imagination, but my God, I don't, I'd rather see, I'd, I'd rather see my Labrador up front than Isaac's success. Yeah. I would. It's, I think, I just, I think Pedro's gone off the board a little bit. He seems a little bit lost. Yeah. I think the, the dare I say it, and I, we covered it. I can't remember what, how many podcasts we've done now, but I was always worried for Pedro this season that he'd get burnt out and that he'd be, because it's such a physical league and yeah, I just don't know if he's quite there, fitness and, and mm. being competitive as he, as he needs to be in that division. Because that you get no space, you get no time, you get nothing in that league. It's bang, bang, bang. And, yeah, and maybe it's caught up yeah. with him a little bit. I'm not sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but, you know, Semmer... What about Parizzo, though? Parizzo, though? Oh, I, I don't, don't know. understand. I don't, I don't know what he's done wrong. Where he is no. or what's going on with him. He's a big phys- physical specimen. I'd like to have seen him yeah. come on against yeah. Luton because he would have caused havoc, I think. But Yeah, he just doesn't seem to figure in the plans of the manager. I don't know. It's, uh, no. it's a strange no, no, one. No. It's a strange one. You know, it's that, you know, that feeling that we had at sort of, you know, two o'clock or whatever it was on Saturday is one that you only get very occasionally, which was one of just absolute flatness and almost mm. disbelief in a team that seemed so up for this game on social media yeah. and everything and else. the club was saying the right things, weren't they? The club was saying Even the right the cl- things. Everything was coming out that we're really going into this as, as one. We're going in it as, as one unit. And it's just awful. It's so disappointing, wasn't it? It was so disappointing. It is. It just, it just really upsets you. It stops your rhythm, makes you feel flat. And of course, the next thing you know, the notifications that you're getting on your social media aren't quite as favourable as perhaps. Yeah. How many people did we end up blocking just out of interest? About four. Only about four. Muted about 20, but blocked about four. I don't like blocking because I think it's a bit Piers Morgan. Um, it is poor. Yeah, you've got to, if you're going to give it, you've got to take it. But there's a there's a limit. And yeah, bless the... There was one last night I thought was quite funny where someone was a bit yeah, not very nice about something I put out. And it was a bloke called Stacy. <laughs> Oh, I saw that. My, yeah, my, and, my reply um, of bit a of girl's a, name, bit of a girl's name in it. <laughs> he had nothing to say. Yeah, oh, he, he took yeah, them all well, down. Is, yeah. He deleted them all. They're all gone. 
He, he rep- are they all gone? Yeah, he reposted loads of people. I looked this morning, they'd all gone. So he'd obviously won't oh, them gone. You. Well, thank uh, you. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah, thanks, Stacey, for that. <laughs> what Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's Twitter summed up there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Just, well, it is. Got a bit of a girl's name. Oh, God. Oh, God, I've got to delete everything. He's got me. <laughs> That's funny. Really funny. And we had the uh, Watford Observer uh, following us today. They only follow 700 and something people. They've got 109,000 yeah, followers. Yeah, we'll take that. Thank yeah, you definitely very much. take that. So, like I said, we've we've, we've spoken to Marlon. Uh, we've still got Nigel Gibbs to go. So, if you've got any questions for Nigel Gibbs, uh, send those in. We've got Alman Abdi coming on as well. So, if you've got any questions for Alman, uh, we're talking to him in, in about a week. And also exclusive, Dougie Brimson will be joining us as well. Uh, the author and, well, he is a Watford fan, but he stopped going. And I think we'll talk to him about why he stopped going as well. He's got a very specific Too reason. Too fighting West Ham fans, I bet. <laughs> I think that was in the day. Uh, but he's got a very, very specific reason that he doesn't want to go uh, at the moment. So we'll talk to him about that as well. If you've got any questions for Dougie, uh, let us know as well. And uh, we'll get in the best ones for Dougie too. Big fan of his work, actually, I must admit. I am a big fan of his work. Green Street. Yeah. Um, Funnily yeah, enough, the, um... I, I have read one of his books, which is The Geezer's Guide to Football. Uh, and yep. it was actually a... And this was released in 1998, this book. I remember reading it when I was on holiday in Lanzarote with a friend of mine. Um, I took two books. One of them was the biography of Paul McCartney, and the other one was The Geezer's Guide to Football. And there is a section in there... What? I know, what? It's two, two ends of the spectrum. I know. They are. They're quite, uh, quite a juxtaposition, wow. aren't they? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I, like, I like a mixture wow. when I'm in the sun. Um, and uh, there is actually a, a part in that book where he's talking about the Super League. Uh, and saying it'll never work and you know it's a silly idea he was calling that out 23 years ago I, I think, I mean, I'm, look, I'm not going to deny, I'm not a huge book reader uh, by any stretch of the imagination. My wife's just laughed in the background. You probably didn't hear that. What, 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 um, you, you were calling... No, I'm not a huge book reader. And when I say I'm not a huge book reader, I've probably read three books in my life. And, right, okay. And one of those was ABC, yeah, the, the alphabet. Um, <laughs> the Hungry Caterpillar. But, yeah. yeah, the Hungry Caterpillar, that was a, that was a, but the Wings of a Sparrow. They've read Wings of a Sparrow. Yeah, okay. yeah, really good. Um, it was all, I mean, again, it probably took me, four years to read it because i'd only ever take a book away if i was going on holiday yeah so for the plane yeah and then when there was literally nothing to do around the pool yeah and, and then so, you, yeah, that, you picked up you picked yeah. up again the next year in spain or whatever next year yeah so literally boom in the suitcase i, I don't think i even took the book out the bag like the air the airport bag that we've got really uh, like I just stayed in there yeah <laughs> And then I went the next year, like, oh, that's oh where, yeah, I was. where was I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I can pick up the thread of this. Yeah, no, I, I read, uh, I read an awful lot, but I, it tends to be sort of biographies more than anything, really. But there's some those, uh, what are they called the, the 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 tales from the Vic, is it? What are those yeah. books? They're good. They're good books. Mm. There's a really interesting bit about A.D. Boothroyd in one of them. Uh, where um, I can't remember who wrote it, but he was basically saying that A.D. Boothroyd would be pally and really friendly one day and then off with you the next as a journalist for no real reason. He'd be really, really nice, give you loads of information, and other times he'd have a go at you for asking him a question in a uh, an interview. And, yeah, it was, it was quite an interesting opening read, actually. A little bit bipolar there. Sounds like well, a bit bipolar. It, it almost sounds a bit like that, yeah. I don't know, you know, obviously there's obviously some background behind it all that's maybe not given, but... That was a good read. So, uh, mm. yes, if you want to, like, what are they called? Tales from the Vicarage or something? Well, I can't remember what they're called. Do you know the I books I'm on about? Do you know the, the events they do at the um, at the uh, Tales of the Vic? Yeah, they're, 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 at the uh, Vic, the Palace Theatre. The Palace Theatre. There you go. Yes, Tales of the Vic. 
Tales, Tales of the Vic. Vic. They're good. They're good books, and they're not. not, not yeah, I've been. To, I've been to the live ones. I've been to the live. Have you? Yeah, live shows. Yeah. Yeah. So I've not been to those, but uh, yeah, they're, they're good books. So yeah, there's a little recommendation for you there. What Adam Leventhal. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. So we should get like a full set each now for advertising that on our podcast. We expect those in the post next week. Fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Thanks. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well, we're coming towards the end of this very short podcast. It was only really meant to be a bit of a catch up uh, after the very crushing disappointment of Saturday and uh, the Norwich game this evening, which we're uh, well a bit more optimistic about, I think, aren't we, Carl? Yeah, yeah. As as I said, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Marlon Marlon King said it'll be fine, so it has to be. Well, that's, that's good enough for me. Marlon King, uh, actually, let's not let slip, but how should we put this? Um, yeah, go on. He, how should you put this? <laughs> <laughs> he said, watch this space when we yeah. talked about a certain player rejoining us. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Yes, he did. He said, watch yes, this space. Did. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, though, like I say, for me to sit down and edit that particular podcast will take me about a week. So, don't expect that one out next. I imagine it'll be the Nigel Gibbs or the Alman Abdi one that comes out next. Uh, Marlon King, the Christmas special. Marlon King, <laughs> the Christmas special. And he'll be going... And he'll be going we recorded it yesterday. Yeah. And he'll be going, yeah, I think he's coming back to Watford and he's already scored 50 goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. we'll have to put some Christmas jingles with that one. There will be some right? Christmas jingles, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to have to kind of... You know, slow down on the specials because we're coming towards the close of the season now, and then you and I probably—I don't know—we're going to take a break. Are we going to carry on? I don't know. I don't know well, well if we've got no—if we've got nobody that wants to talk to us anymore, yeah, then uh, well, Jono said, Jono said, just give him a bell. He'll, he'll That's come true. and chat to us. That's very true. So uh, yeah, he'll, what, he'll be bored at some point during the close season. Yeah, and obviously, if we do get promoted, if we get promoted, I would like to try and get some of them back and just say, you know, just for five minutes yeah. and say. What do you reckon of the season? Just sum it up or whatever. That'd be quite nice. So uh, yeah, it'd be good. That's a job nice. for you. You can you can do your magic. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, that's all right. I'm, I'm like the bookings clerk. For you're, this the, you're the bookings manager. Yeah, I? you're the agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the producer. <laughs> it's good to know we bring our own individual talents to this, isn't it? Really. It's, uh, well, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know what talent I bring. I just well, talk. we wouldn't have spoken to any of those people if you hadn't asked them. Really. Well, this is true. This, no, I'll you give know. you that. I'll take that. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, exactly. I love so, that. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well, it's, it's been lovely. It's Thanks, been lovely. Guys. Short but sweet. Um, do make sure that you follow us on our social media channels. Do make sure you subscribe to our podcast as well. Uh, give us, give us some, give us some feedback, some love on the yes. old. Uh... I tell you what, there was a, before you go. There was a lovely review on uh, on iTunes saying that What's we that? were the only podcast that talks about us not moving away from the Vic. Uh, yes, staying there. Yep. Uh, whereas other Excellent. podcasts that they didn't mention are all for this move. So I don't know which ones are for this move, but that was nice. So, yes, if you can go onto iTunes and give us a rating and give us a little review, that would be great. Like I've said before, if you like the podcast, we do not scratch your eyes. If you don't like the podcast, we're one of the other ones. I'm not going to call them out again. <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, yeah, stop doing that. Stop upsetting all the other Watford podcasts, you. I don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later. You ons. You ons.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.